had sold 100 million records during this time, and we're playing everywhere. Tommy James and the Shondells were big in the late 60s and early 70s. They had more than a dozen top 40 hits, but Tommy's personal life was on a downward spiral. I was addicted to amphetamines, and I was functioning, but barely. Tommy James is our guest on this episode of GPS, God, People, Stories. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. Tommy hit on a lot of different subjects in our interview, from UFOs, yes, UFOs, to the mob, to Billy Graham. But Jim, there was one theme that really stood out. Really is, and he's quick to tell you, it's this theme right here. God doesn't let you go. GPS. God. People. Stories. Tommy James was born in Dayton, Ohio in 1947, but his family moved and he was raised in the town of Niles, Michigan. Brought up Catholic in the Midwest and have actually been very grateful to my folks and parochial schools and and the nuns and the teachers I had early in life because they introduced me to the Lord. But Tommy was more interested in pursuing his music career than he was a relationship with God. And by the time he graduated from high school, he'd already enjoyed some commercial success. So off he headed to New York City. And I was very much, believe it or not, into UFOs at the time, wanting to know about flying saucers. And so I'm out on the road in late 1966. And we had all taken some kind of pill to stay up all night. And I am literally in my hotel room by myself. And all of a sudden, I see a Gideon Bible. And I I didn't know really where to start reading. I just kind of thumbed through it and ended up in Ezekiel. And you talk about the good Lord meeting you right where you are. All of a sudden, in Ezekiel, I start reading about the greatest UFO story in history. Ezekiel was a prophet in ancient Israel, and God gave him some pretty spectacular visions. Here's an example of what he wrote about some creatures he saw in a windstorm. It's from the first chapter of Ezekiel. This is what it says. Fire moved back and forth among the creatures. It was bright and lightning flashed out of it. The creatures sped back and forth like flashes of lightning. And all of a sudden, I just, I can't put it down. I'm reading and reading and reading. Well, I did a terrible thing. I stole the Bible put it in my suitcase and took it home with me. It took me years to figure out that that's what you're supposed to do. I didn't realize it. So <laughs> I, was, I was feeling very guilty for a lot of years. So I, I took it back home. I started reading as much as I could, the Old Testament, the New Testament. Not too long after that, Billy Graham held a crusade in New York City. So Channel 9 that you usually get the Mets games on were were broadcasting the Billy Graham crusade every night instead of the ball game from Shea Stadium. And so I'm watching, and I, I watched every single night, and by the third night, I gave my heart to the Lord in a very real way. I got right down in front of the television when the invitation came, and I'm sure I did retinal damage getting so close to the TV and putting my nose right up to the screen and my hand on the screen. But I received Jesus that night and was born again. A new day is That happened at the same time Tommy James and the Shondells were enjoying huge commercial success. Well, we had just, at that moment, we had just had five million selling records in a row. The path that leads to that kind of success can be filled with a lot of dangerous potholes. But its allure is very strong. 
And Tommy chose to follow that path instead of following Christ. Well, basically, during the 1960s, I was addicted to amphetamines. And I was, you know, a real basket case by the end of the 60s. And I, uh, I was functioning, but barely. And also, I was drinking. So it really, all through the 70s and into the 80s, I was, I was drinking and, and taking Valium. Uh, we had sold 100 million records during this time. And you know, I'm, we're playing everywhere, and it's. But as I said, I was functioning on on about two or three cylinders, and I really was, was not living the Christian life that I knew I should have been. But in 1986, that began to change. Tommy went to the Betty Ford Center and got completely clean. I had a real revelation at the Ford Center. I opened my Bible, sort of like I had done back in in the beginning, sort of thumb through it and just ask God to speak to me wherever the page ended up. You know, I would read that page and and I knew God would talk to me through that page. And he did. And my eyes fell on Psalm 32. And I'm paraphrasing, but it basically is a conversation between David and God. And first David is speaking and then God is speaking, and it essentially it says, don't make me treat you like a, a wild donkey. You know, <laughs> it, was, it just really went right to my heart, and I knew God was speaking to me through that. And it changed my life in a very real way. Once I was out of the center, thank God, I never relapsed, and I, I really began, I, I was basically reprogrammed at that point by the Lord. And Tommy came to understand a truth about God that he's still quick to share with people. And that is this, God never leaves you. Once you're his, you're his forever. And you can't be better than he is good. I guess that's a good way of putting it. That was, that was everything to me because it was absolutely the truth. And he always let me know it was him too. He just didn't let go of me and finally when I did, you know, come to my senses and do it the right way, he was right there with me. And so it's been a very personal thing between myself and Jesus. And it's been a very pragmatic, very street level, very personal. Tommy's story is a lot like the Bible story of the prodigal son. And God was using Tommy even when he was off living the wild life. Even back when I was still popping pills back in the 60s and drinking, and I was writing songs like Crystal Blue Persuasion would come out, and everybody could read into that, even though I was a baby Christian at the time. That song, for example, is about becoming a Christian. A new day is Crystal Blue Persuasion reached number two on the charts in 1969. The inspiration for the song comes from the book of Revelation. Where the lake of crystal and the crystal blue meaning the truth, being persuaded by the truth. Crystal Blue Persuasion It's a new vibration Crystal Blue Persuasion Crystal Tommy says every member of the band was persuaded by the truth of Christ. They all became Christians. Tommy's still touring today, and Crystal Blue Persuasion is one of the band's hits that he performs, as is Sweet Cherry Wine, which is a song about the blood of Christ. 
I say at the end of Sweet Cherry Wine on stage, I say, keep looking up, Jesus is coming. And, you know, I don't get preachy, I just say that little thing, and all of it, you wouldn't believe how many people hear that and come up to me after the show and talk about Jesus. That's neat, yeah. Uh, it's quite remarkable. Yeah. It really is, and I get to, I get to talk about all of this with, with people and have conversations with real people. There is a song that Tommy doesn't perform as part of his show, but it is one that is very special to him. You know, that every time I hear that song, Just As I Am, from the Billy Graham Crusades, I feel like I'm home again. I love that song. It reminds me of when I was saved. God received Tommy James just as he was, and he'll receive you just as you are. You don't need to clean yourself up before you bring yourself to Jesus. Let him take your life just as it is and make it all that he wants it to be. We can tell you more at BillyGrahamRadio.org. Click on the tab, Grow Your Faith, at the top of the page. That's BillyGrahamRadio.org. Phil, I have an offer you can't refuse. There's one more part of Tommy's story that you're going to have to hear. His dealings with the mob. And we're going to find out the scoop on that in just a minute. You're listening to GPS, God, People, Stories, a podcast production of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. The 15th chapter of Luke's Gospel. And here is where Jesus is telling a story. Billy Graham. He told about a son that wanted to get his inheritance and leave home. And it's well known around the world as the prodigal son. This boy squandered his wealth and wild living. He spent it all and had nothing to show for it. He realized he had sinned and he cast himself on the mercy of his father. And the scripture says, but when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. God's not waiting to judge you. God's not waiting to condemn you. God loves you. He sent his son to die on the cross for you, to shed his blood for you. He wants to put his arms around you and receive you back to himself. And now back to the hosts of GPS, Phil Fleischman and Jim Kirkland. This podcast is just one way. The Billy Graham Evangelistic Association is telling people about Jesus Christ. Some of the other ways are Franklin Graham Festivals, the Billy Graham Rapid Response Team Chaplain Ministry, and Internet Evangelism. Yeah, and it's the Internet Evangelism outreach we want to tell you about for a second. God has used it to bring more than 7.5 million people into a relationship with Jesus Christ just in the space of about five years. 7.5 million people. Just think about that a second. That is an amazing number. And something else that's pretty amazing is that you can apply to be a volunteer in this work as an online counselor, a discipleship coach, or an email responder. Just go to BillyGrahamRadio.org. And when you're there, look for the What We Do tab across the top. And under there, you'll see Internet Evangelism. So one last story from Tommy James before we wrap up this episode of GPS. Tommy James and the Shondells signed with Roulette Records, and they had most of their hits with that label. But Roulette was a front for a major crime family in New York. And of course, we didn't know any of that. It made life real interesting for us, trying to have a career in, 
in rock music with this very dark and sinister story going on behind us that we couldn't talk about. And, you know, I constantly had to make the decision whether to take my life in my hands and get out of the label and try to get off roulette or just kind of go along with things and try to... And we ended up staying with roulette and trying to walk on eggshells around all this. But I couldn't write about it until all, the, as I call them, the roulette regulars passed on. And it was really a, a very scary experience for all of us. We were very lucky to get out of there in one piece. And I'll tell you, I've said many times, I don't know why the good Lord blessed me through these people, but he did. And he truly did. Well, you know, the Lord says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. There's a case in point there. He can work. He does work. And each one of us who follow Jesus Christ have seen how God works in situations that uh, literally are unbeknownst to us. We are grateful. And we're grateful that you are here to hear this episode of GPS, God People's Stories. Hope it was a blessing to you. I'm Jim Kirkland. And I'm Phil Fleischman. GPS is an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Always good news. So good, so